Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures. Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode. All right, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angie and Steven's podcast, Christ Alone, Christ Alone podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. God bless you. Thank you for joining us again. Um, I do apologize for taking an extra day or two to release the episode. Um, this will just be kind of like a really short, um, I guess, update on Israel versus Palestine. Um I was going to finish the book of James, but my sister's still not available. She's been doing some uh, wedding shopping and wedding decision making. And so she's been very busy. And uh, I, I want to try and finish the book of James with her. So um, in the meantime, um, I just want to talk about Israel and Palestine because over the last few weeks since October 7th, um, you know, we did two prophecy update episodes on Israel and how that all ties in with scripture and prophecy and all of that. <clears throat> we talked about, uh, you know, uh, expectant prophecy that's that we're looking for and Isaiah 17, the destruction of Damascus. We talked about that. Um, we talked about uh, the Psalm 83 war. Uh, some people believe it has happened already and those who believe that it has not are, are looking for that. Um, so many things. And, um, and the Ezekiel 38, 39 war, uh, Gog and Magog. Uh, we didn't go too much into that depth of that war uh, because it's something that um, <laughs> it's going to take probably at least an hour to just discuss. But um, so we, we talked about these things. We prayed for Israel. We, we prayed for Israel's enemies. We prayed for Palestine. We prayed for all the innocent victims that, that of course, are involved in the war. And I just want to remind everybody, um, you know, um, I say this from personal experience, having been involved in a war, um, as a Marine, I can say that in a war, I mean, you can even see this from the outside looking in, but in a war, everybody loses, everybody, nobody wins. Um, even the last country standing or the last side standing still loses. And so um, I've noticed that there's a lot of people keeping score and tabs on, you know, how many more deaths there have been in Gaza versus Israel since October 7th. And it, it almost feels like a justification of like, oh, well, you know, eight, you know, 8,000, 9,000 uh, that Israel has killed versus the 1400 that Palestine killed um it, it's uh you're it's kind of like i guess diminishing the the tragedy that happened on October 7th um i i, I don't understand the the mindset behind that there really is no justification 
for killing innocent people. Um, these are the facts of war. Everyone loses. There will be collateral damage, which includes loss of innocent life. That's just the reality of war. Now, is Israel justified in uh, going after uh, Hamas for what they did on October 7th? I believe they are. Um, is the amount of force that they're using justified? I don't know because I only know what we're being told on the social media and news media. So I don't know, I can't say for sure. I'm not involved in those talks and those meetings. I could tell you about the war in Iraq because that's where I was. Um, was it justified? I don't think so. Were, should we have gone into Iraq? Probably not, but I was there. And I could tell you that, you know, I had missions to complete that, you know, may have gone against my will against what I would have done if I was in the leadership position, but I still had to do it. Now, that's not an excuse to commit war crimes or anything like that. All I'm saying is, is that we are too quick to jump and pick sides. And really, what the world needs to be doing, the only side that the world needs to be focusing on and choosing is the side that God is on because God is the only one that does not lose wars. I mean, God is sovereign and he's got power over everything. Um, and he can use anything that's done against him or his people in his favor to bring about his plan, which he's probably doing. So how he works and brings that about, how he brings about his plan, we, we may not always be privy to, but I trust God because God has made promises all throughout scripture that he's kept. And I have no reason to doubt that he's not gonna keep any of the other promises that have not been fulfilled, you know? So I just wanna remind everybody because I'm also seeing a lot of Christians fighting over this. Like Christians are saying, free Palestine, free Israel, free Palestine, free Israel. This is not a war about race. This is not a war about ethnic groups. This is not a war about uh, countries, flags. Uh, this is not a war about governments. This is not a war about land, regardless of what you hear on the news or on social media. It's not about that. This is a spiritual war that has been going on for a very long time, thousands of years, okay? Um, the reason that this little piece of land in Israel, Jerusalem, uh, <clears throat> this little patch of land that really isn't any bigger than New Jersey, why it's so important, it's because it's God's land. It be, the land really belongs to God. And God, if you recall in the Old Testament, it spoke about somebody coming to save Israel and a Messiah would come. And then Jesus came and he came. He came to Jerusalem, okay? And in his second coming, 
the Bible says that Jesus will come to Jerusalem a second time and he will rule the world with an iron rod from Jerusalem. All right? Jesus is coming. And so, again, everything that's happening now, it's just building up to prophecy being fulfilled. Okay? And if you are a Christian, I encourage you to dive into the scriptures and read about it. Because Jesus said, when these things begin to happen, look up because your redemption draws near. That's Luke 21, 36, I think. So, you know, Jesus warned us about this, you know, that these things would happen. And so I know that there's, I don't know, the world that we live in today is just, it's conditioned us to pick a side right away. And I think the smartest thing for us to do is to just look at what's going on, let, you know, sit on it for a little bit, watch, just watch, pray about it, read scripture, see what God has to say about it. And then if God puts it in our heart to say something, then we say something, but we do it with gentleness, with kindness, with humility, with self-control. You know, all of these fruits of the spirit that uh, scripture talks about, that's how we should be approaching the situation. So it's sad because we don't want lives to be lost in Gaza. We don't want lives to be lost in Israel. We don't want lives to be lost in America. We don't want lives to be lost anywhere. And there, there's just a lot. There's been a, an increase in anti-Semitism just people hating on Israelis, on the Jewish people. Um, you know, people are like making a distinction here between Jews and Israelis. And I had a conversation with someone recently, well, not really a conversation, more of an, an interaction where they made that distinction between Jews and Israelis. And I guess from the perspective of Israelis being people that live in Israel and Jews just being people that are Jewish because of religion. I guess that almost makes sense. But still, you know, I was born in Colombia and grew up in America and I'm very much of like Colombian culture is a very big part of my life. But that doesn't take away from the American culture that I grew up in. And the American culture doesn't take away from the Colombian culture that I was raised in, even in America. So I'm still a Colombian and I'm still an American. So, you know, Jewish people that live anywhere else in the world, they are still Israeli because whether they were born in Israel or not, that is their culture, that is their heritage. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm misspeaking here and not not exactly entirely sure how people are defining these terms, but we have to be clear. And again, the loss of life, we are against that, but we also have to understand that you know, I mean, think about this. What happened when Japan 
bombed Pearl Harbor, what happened? Did America just sit and be like, oh, okay. No. America went and, and dropped the biggest bomb in history, or two of them, on Japan. And yes, a lot of people died on both sides. But if America hadn't done that, then, you know, Japan would have done worse or other countries would have felt emboldened to join Japan and destroy America. My point is, is that we have to hold everybody to the same standard and we have to have an idea or understand a little bit of what we are talking about when we are discussing these things. We can't just say free Palestine and, you know, totally be against what Israel is doing or be for Israel and then be totally against what, you know, Palestine might be doing. Which, by the way, it's not Palestine doing it. It's Hamas. Hamas is a terrorist group. It's been internationally recognized as a terrorist group along with, compared with uh, Hezbollah, compared with ISIS, compared with Al-Qaeda, okay? And there's a lot of ignorant youth that is out here supporting Hamas. And I, again, I get it. We, we are, everyone should be totally against the loss of innocent life. But at the same time, what we should be doing is praying for the innocent lives that are involved here. Praying for Israel and its government. Praying for the Palestinians who are under the thumb and have been brainwashed or may or may not have been brainwashed by Hamas. Um, you know, we should be praying for everyone. We should be praying for the leaders of Hamas, that they have a change of heart, that they have an encounter with Christ. We should not be, especially as Christians, we should not be at each other's throats. There's just way too many Christians that are at each other's throats right now. Like, let's understand a little bit of the history, okay? Palestine has not always existed where Israel is, all right? In the second century, Rome changed the name from Israel to Syria, Palestina, okay? Now, you hear some people say that it was the Emperor Hadrian that named, uh, changed the name of Israel to Syria, Palestina just to mess with the Jews because he wanted to get rid of them. In fact, a lot of the Jews were not allowed back into Jerusalem uh, for, for a while. I don't, I don't remember the time frame, but they weren't allowed back into Jerusalem because he wanted to get rid of them. And at some point in the future, it was allowed that Jews come back into Jerusalem once a year on the day of Teshuvah, okay? That was the only time that they were allowed back into Jerusalem. So whether it was the Emperor Hadrian, which some people will argue that um, there's no record of him uh, changing the name. 
whichever the case, whether it was him or someone else. The fact is, somebody with Roman power and authority changed the name from Israel to Syria-Palestina, okay? And Palestina comes from uh, the Greek word Philistia, which comes from Philistines. That's where this history comes from. And that, that name was changed to Syria-Palestina about 1900 years ago. And then in 1948, when Israel claimed their independency from the from Britain, which was governing that land, okay, Palestine had an opportunity to split land with Israel, and they decided not to. Okay, they decided not to. So look it up for yourselves, search it. Again, humility, gentleness, kindness, respect, that is extremely important, especially in a time like this where the world, Christianity and everyone seems to be more and more divided as we go on. So um, again, uh, the land belonged to Israel long before it was Palestine, long before Islam existed, you know, at least four centuries. Palestine existed at least four centuries before Islam. And so I think that what's happening here is that the spirit of the Antichrist, the spirit of law lawlessness is trying to deceive us by making this seem like it's about religion, like it's about race, like it's about land, like it's about anything else. But really, this is a spiritual warfare, and we all need to be praying. We need to be praying for the Jews. Uh, we need to be praying for the Muslims. We need to be praying for the people that live in Palestine, the people that live in Israel. We need to be praying for all those leaders. Now, I will say this. I stand with Israel. That doesn't mean because I stand with Israel that I stand against Palestine. I stand with Israel means that I support Israel's decision to go after Hamas because Hamas is a terrorist group that brutally attacked them in, on October 7th, which has been the worst attack on Israel or on, the, on Jews since the Holocaust. The 1,400 that were killed on October 7th in Israel those, uh, in comparison to population, um, I've heard that it's somewhere along, if you, if you uh, compare it to, like, let's say the American population, it's like 50,000, 50, 50,000 people, roughly, 30 to 50,000 people having been killed in one day in America. Uh, in comparison to, you know, uh, population and stuff. Uh, that is to say that that's about, you know, what, 50? No, more than that. That's that's a ton of 9-11s. I know that if it was compared to 9-11. It's a ton of 9-11s. But just to give you perspective, the 1,400 
compared to America is about 50,000 deaths. So imagine somebody came into America and killed 50,000 people in one day. Right? Just sit on that for a bit. So again, I'm not justifying the, the death of innocent life because that's wrong no matter what the context is. Um, but we have to accept the fact that it's a fact of war. And 1,400 people brutally murdered, tortured, and raped on October 7th in Israel is an act of war by any comparison. Uh, people are arguing that, uh, at least in Europe, there's a lot of talk about, you know, what is a proportional response of Israel against Gaza or against Hamas. And, you know, somebody said, hey, what, what does proportion have to do with anything? So does, does that mean that does that mean that Israel would have to go into, into Gaza and do the exact same thing to 1,400 Palestinians or 1,400 Gazans or 1,400 members of Hamas? Would they have to do the same thing that was done to them on October 7th in order for it to be a proportional response or an appropriate response? Like, how do you measure that? You don't. Again, Japan attacked America and America retaliated with excessive force. And you know what? That stopped it. Now, the loss of life again sucks, but that's reality. This is the result of a sinful world that chooses to live apart from God. That's what it is. Life apart from God leads to war, leads to death, leads to suicide, leads to conflict. Not just amongst nations, amongst ethnicities, religions, even within the homes. If you haven't noticed it, there's a lot of conflict within the homes, within families. There's a lot of conflict between husbands and wives between sons and fathers, between daughters and mothers, brothers and sisters. There's a lot of conflict. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. So again, how do we, how do we deal with this? We deal with this in prayer. We deal with this with fasting. We, we deal with this in communion with God. It's hard. It, it's hard. I, I mean, I'm dealing with personal stuff too, and I've had a pretty hard last two weeks. And I, you know what I've been praying for? I've been praying for God to give me more faith, to strengthen me, to, to, to help me to trust him more. Because it feels right now, it feels like, God's not answering. Now, I know he's there, but it doesn't feel like he's there. So, you know, on a personal level, on a, on a just a general level, and 
however you want to uh, approach this, we need God. We need to have uh, a life centered on God. We need to have our mindset centered on God, our heart centered on God. And God will take us. The Holy Spirit will guide us and give us the gentleness, the respect, the kindness, the patience, and the wisdom, the understanding, the discernment to to deal and, and talk about these things because ultimately we have to talk about them. It's not about who's the loudest. We have to talk about them and we have to ask people questions. Why, why do you support Israel? Why do you support Palestine or why do you support Hamas? Again, Palestine and Hamas in my mind are not synonymous. There are two separate things. Hamas is the terrorist organization that governs and, and puts fear into the Palestinians. The other thing that I, that I forgot to mention, there's talk about Israel being an apartheid state. A lot of the Israeli government is full of Arabs. So that right there disproves that. Apartheid means, apartheid state means that there's segregation. The idea behind Israel being an apartheid state implies that Israel, they only, it's governed by Jews. That there's only Jews in, in their government and that's why it is the way it is and acts the way it acts. And that's not true. There are Arab and Muslims that are a part of Israeli government. So, again, I encourage you guys, do the research yourself. I know there's a lot of misinformation out there, but do the research yourself. Look at history yourself and pray about it. Pray for discernment. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, you know, Israel versus Palestine. That's that's a facade. It's good versus evil. That's really what it's about. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today, guys. Um, I'm sorry if I was a little uh, a, li a little hard on the ears, but it's just something that. I'm very passionate about that makes me very sad to see because a lot of Christians don't know where to land because a lot of Christians are not reading scripture. A lot of Christians are not spending time with God and that's what we need to do. So, you know, keep on sharing the gospel with people and not just with your words, but also with your actions, with your attitudes. That's my encouragement for you guys. Um, share this, share this episode with somebody that you think might need to hear it. Um, again, fact check me, um, because I make mistakes too. So fact check me. Don't just take my word for it. Um, well, you can find us at Christ Alone Podcast. All of our handles are Christ Alone Podcast, except for Twitter, which is Christ Alone Pod. 
Our phone number is 407-796-2881. Feel free to call, text, leave us your questions, suggestions, or prayer requests. If you've got a story to tell about how this podcast or something else changed your life and you want to tell your story about how you came to Christ, hit us up as well. We'd love to hear about it. We'd love to pray with you and pray for you. Um, if you need help or have questions about anything, hit us up. That's what the phone number is for. Uh, we'll try to get back to you as soon as we can. So, um, yeah, don't forget to write a review. Go to Apple Podcasts and uh, leave us a review. All right. God bless everybody. And if we don't see you next time, we'll see you in the clouds. God bless.